and welcome to the Great Game Debate Game Club Debrief, uh, a new uh, little show we're trying out for you guys, um, just to give a little bit of a recap on the uh, Game Club discussion of the month that we had with our community members. Um, my name is Kate Barthay Lane, I'll be your host, and joining me is Wes Bates. How are you doing, man? I'm good. Just call me Tobias Reaper. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, I am also joined by Jonah Gomez himself. What's up, man? How's it going? I didn't think of anything clever like Wes did, so uh, how's it going? <laughs> no worries. <laughs> uh, so this month, uh, if our uh, dear viewer doesn't know, um, uh, we voted on playing Hitman, uh, the first game in the rebooted series, correct? Yeah, the one it's that came out in 2016. World of Assassination Trilogy. Amazing. And um, before we uh, get underway, um, I'll go ahead and just give a spoiler warning for you. If you're planning on playing this game, probably shouldn't listen to this because um, we're just going to be talking about anything and everything in the game uh, if it comes up. So you've been warned. Um, so uh, I guess the first thing I'd like to talk about from you guys, uh, I personally um, miss this game club. So um, you guys will be my source of information on the ground floor. And I was just wondering, um, you know, what your takeaway was from the game uh, club discussion on maybe like the, you know, the greatest moments or funniest moments in the games, or since this is a Hitman game, you know, greatest uh, stages or assassinations that people have feedback on. If you, uh, if you want to get us started on that, Jonah. Um, so, I mean, we had, we had two, uh, two of the levels that really stood out to us and then the community mm -hmm. and everyone that joined. And it was the second level, like the second like main mission, which was uh, Sapienza. And then the, the last one, which was Hokkaido, just because those two missions had pretty interesting mission structure. So like in Sapienza, you had to uh, take out a scientist and then mm -hmm. his assistant. And then not only did you have to take them out, you had to, uh, work your way down to um, this underground lab that they had, and you had to take Ooh, out a virus. Resident Evil style. Yeah, dude, it it very much felt like that, or even uh, cool. like James Bond. Yeah. Like after you take out the virus, you're able to like get on like uh, a plane that they have down there and fly off. It's pretty sick. So cool. And then Hokkaido um, is like a hotel hospital thing, and so. Mm -hmm. It's for, like, the elite type of people if they're looking to get, like, some professional, like, seriously top-tier professional medical work done. Um, they go wow. they go there, and it's like a resort kind of uh, deal, and you got to take out... It's like this resort hospital built up on the this mountainside. It's, yeah. like, nothing else, like, close by, and it's all in the snow, and um, also feels very Bond-esque. Yeah. It's like this top tier high-tech facility snowmobile chase but uh yeah <laughs> that's cool um you know i haven't played any of hitman so uh, i didn't really realize they had such like really interesting unique locales uh for the stages mm -hmm. um how many uh stages are there total in the game to pick these there's, two out uh, of? there's six stages there's okay. uh plus the plus two intro missions so there's an intro mission uh or a couple of like training missions at the beginning that aren't really like full-blown like maps but they're like smaller bite-sized areas and then there's a paris mission where you're infiltrating like a uh, a fashion show 
the Sapienza mission that Jonah mentioned already, we have to get into the the lab with scientists. There's one in Morocco, Marrakesh, where you have to uh, infiltrate this like Swedish embassy and take out a guy. Mm-hmm. Um, there's uh, one in Bangkok, Thailand, where you're going into a hotel to take out uh, a rock star, basically. Nice. And uh, that one was pretty cool. His, his lawyer. And uh, there's another one in Colorado where you have to go in and kind of like infiltrate this paramilitary organization that's like, uh, you know, setting up like terrorist attacks and stuff like that. And then the Hokkaido mission, which is kind of cool because you have to like take out a guy that's having like open heart surgery and. Uh, oh lord <laughs> yeah it's pretty it's pretty sweet well, yeah that's cool uh so i guess the stages themselves are a pretty big deal in this game if there's mm-hmm. only six um you're spending a lot of time there so i guess it's pretty high uh kudos for those two missions that they were the most loved at the discussion could you give me any highlights about uh specific things that people liked so much in those two stages i think the um with sapienza in particular there was so much the, the way that these stages are built, they're, they're, there's so much going on. These are like kind of living, breathing worlds. Everything is on a schedule. Everything is on like a rotation. So nice. all the NPCs kind of like walk around and they have their own schedules. And you can totally miss opportunities to, you know, basically take people out or like sneak in someplace if you're not fast enough, if you don't know where to go. And mm-hmm. so... um but there are there are so many opportunities that are lined up in the game that you could do. There's probably like I don't know what do you say, Jonah? Maybe like usually like eight to twelve opportunities, like unique opportunities of ways to like that the that the game sets you up to take people out yeah, outside of just the outside of just the sandbox nature of the game, which is you can sure. basically do it any way you want, or you can do these kind of like scripted like kind of like interesting, more fun ways to do it. Yeah. Sure. So, so like yeah. for example with um for uh Sapienza to take out uh the the head scientist he uh his mom recently passed away and she used to make like this pasta dish for him to give a little bit of backstory and so he's been trying to get his chef to make this pasta dish for him and so uh if you go to the far right of the map you can hear this lady yelling at her brother who she's trying to uh, get on to work for the head chef. And luckily enough, he looks very similar to you. So you can go up to his apartment, knock him out, steal his uh, uniform, and then sneak into the kitchen. And the chef thinks that you're the brother. And so what you can do is you can take, uh, you can take a poison and poison the, uh, the sauce but you can go to the back pantry and they've got um expired tomato sauce and so you can <laughs> <laughs> you can take that crack the can open pour it into the uh into the pot mix it in and then you ring the bell and the guy come uh the chef plates it up takes it out to the dude and uh he's he'll just start eating it and then mm-hmm. because it's got the expired sauce he starts getting really sick and he goes around the corner and starts puking and what I did, I know, I know, uh, some people like took him out, snapped his neck and put him in a box. Cause there's a box right there. But what mm-hmm. I ended up doing is he's puking off like a ledge. And I just walked up behind him and kicked him off the edge. And nice. <laughs> you just see his guards running down. They're like, what happened? And it's, it's pretty interesting. <laughs> wow. The yeah. old botulism. Take down. <laughs> and just for, just for context, like 
there's so many other things that you can do to take that guy out. Like I did it a completely different way where I disguised myself as like a flower delivery man because it was the anniversary of his mother's death. So you can sneak in with flowers for to put on the grave and, and get in that way. The guy's taking like golf lessons. There's like an exploding golf ball that you can find and like what? <laughs> like <laughs> like disguise yourself as his golf coach and like tee up this explosive golf ball. We had one person that couldn't figure out how to like make it work where you were disguised as the coach, but he had the, the golf ball. And so they ended up just chucking the golf ball at the guy's head <laughs> and it exploded and killed him. Holy crap. <laughs> Uh, well, I have a bit of an interesting question for you guys. Um, you know, I've always had, just looking in on the series, not having played it, uh, it feels like it gives off this persona and its marketing of, like, a certain level of seriousness, seriousness. But with the kinds of takedowns you guys are talking about, it sounds like the game has almost, like, a comedy bent to it. I mean, the, from the impressions you got from everybody else in the game club discussion, were people talking more about just, like, the, like, more hilarious or funny takedowns or... Um, was there a little bit more of just like, you know, cool badass? I'm a like badass hitman. It was uh, about fifty fifty, or... I'd say. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I think we were talking mostly about. I mean, the more interesting takedowns are the kind of the more funnier takedowns. Yeah, um, sounds like it. Those are the ones that are like compelling, and they they kind mm-hmm. of like give you these like strings that you can follow. Uh, like I said, these kind of like story beat strings, and that also the interesting thing with that is it, like, it the storytelling in the game is kind of like very much tied into the environments and where you happen to be at the time. Like, so you can like completely miss stuff that's going on if you're not in the right part of the mansion, and yeah. it's not necessarily like critical to the overall story of of the game, but there are these little like little beats that really kind of add really kind of like deep layers to the rest of the story. And it's all integrated really well into those kind of, those kind of kills, like talking to like the, again, the Sapienza thing, like you find out um, like that this guy that you're hunting had like this emotional breakdown uh, like (laughs) a year ago. And so um, you can play on that like dressing yourself up as a psychologist and like meeting with this guy in person to get yourself Psychic like damage, one, man. one-on-one with him so that you can take him out, you know, listening Very to cool. his like mental trauma. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, You know, the, the fact that it's on a time scale and things keep moving regardless if you're there to witness them or interact with them or not, it's pretty interesting to me. It gives me like Majora's Mask vibes and I, Oh, assume yeah. contributes a lot to replayability mm-hmm. for the game. Um, I guess I'm curious uh, for the people in the discussion, did a lot of people replay missions a lot or were people mostly just like banging out the missions and they were good at the end or what did it seem like to you guys? Uh, we had a couple people that went back and uh, replayed mm-hmm. a couple of the missions. Um, our, uh, our our friend Miss Riven, he came through and he pretty much found every single assassination that you could do for like the first two missions nice professional yeah i mean the dude dives deep on uh a lot of the games that we do and uh he was just like oh yeah you can uh get a cannonball and some gunpowder and then trigger the guy to try and escape and he tries to escape via that plane that i talked about earlier and what you can do is you can take the cannonball 
and the gunpowder and go up to uh like one of these towers that's in like this old fort and load it up and like between like the uh 10 and 5 seconds left of his escape you can light the light the cannon and it'll blow up the plane as it's flying away so like there's like wow super crazy uh assassinations that you can do um and he found like I, I think he found either 90% or all of them for the first two missions. Yeah. The cool thing is that there's so much diversity in this game on how you can tackle it. And like, there's so many threads that you can follow that mm-hmm. it was a really cool discussion within the, within the group because almost everybody had like, like some people did things fairly similarly, but mm-hmm. like there was always at least three or four different like paths to taking out the targets that different people had and so it was it made for a really good uh diverse discussion on you know how people tackled it it was really cool for that for that reason alone yeah that sounds awesome well uh just to move on um i was wondering um if you guys had any uh i guess you'd say hot takes from the uh community members in the discussion if anybody really had any opinions that stuck out as uh different from the general consensus or anything like that do you know something like that um one of the biggest things i think that we all kind of agreed on was that the fourth level which was the hotel in bangkok was kind of Mm -hmm. like the that didn't sit well with people as much as the others because Mm -hmm. it seemed a lot harder to kind of make headway into that one there was so much more um like you have to be careful what you're doing in the game because you can be any, at any time, you know, if there's people around, you can be spotted and then they basically like set off the alarm and, you know, then it's kind of like over for you. Or, I mean, you can technically escape or try to escape and everything, but you know, it makes it very difficult. So in that level, there's so many people, it's so populated that it's hard to kind of like get a disguise or an outfit to kind of like infiltrate areas. I see. And um, a lot of the threads, it's kind of, a little less clear exactly what you're supposed to do so you'll get these moments of opportunity but you don't you're not really sure exactly what you're supposed to do with it like there's one part where you can like um infiltrate the kitchen and you find out that the the character you're supposed to assassinate um it's his birthday and somebody had ordered him a this vegan birthday cake this is the rock star guy and so <clears throat> you can take the cake topper up to the room and put it up there but the game doesn't tell you that you're supposed to poison the cake. Gotcha. And so you may not have poison with you. And so like I went back and I was looking for poison and I found this insecticide, like, cause they're like fumigating like another section of the hotel. So I mm-hmm. pocket this pesticide. I'm like, okay, I can poison this cake with this pesticide. I go back up. Game doesn't let you use the pesticide as the poison. Oh. Like, nope, sorry, <sighs> you can't do that. So I ended up having to get creative with that one. Go sneak over into the corner and wait until the guy walks in the room and there was a propane canister uh, nearby. And I hooked the propane canister behind him and shot it with my silenced <laughs> pistol and blew up and dropped a chandelier on him. Wow. Well, hey, man, when the poison cakes don't work out, you got your but, old trusty standby the propane. That's cake. right. But but in, in a lot of cases, I, I think people didn't care for that level quite as much. Gotcha. Just a little yeah. bit more restrictive, it sounds like, and more fell states. So it kind of yeah. competes with that sandbox mm-hmm. atmosphere it sounds like so the your character 47 he looks just like 
this fashion model called Helmet Kruger that you meet kind of like in the very first level. And it totally comes, you, and one of the opportunities you can take Kruger out and disguise yourself as Kruger, but but you look like just like him, and people like mm. continually comment about that. Like during the game, you're like walking out, it's like, is that Helmet Kruger? <laughs> and and one of the one of the opportunities in the very last level, Hokkaido, is there's like there's this like billionaire CEO guy that's getting reconstructive surgery to look like Kruger. Oh lord! Because he's like really into Kruger. <laughs> And well, your opportunity is you could, and he's all his face is all bandaged because he just got undergone the the procedure. And you can, yeah. like, to get into like another part of the of the hospital, you can like take that dude out, dress yourself up in bandages, and pretend that you're him, and like go to meet with his surgeon, while they're doing the un the unbandaging. Oh no! <laughs> and he unbandaged you, and he's like, oh my. Oh my God! I, this is perfection. I've, I've done it. This is my masterpiece. <laughs> That's great uh, to, to just kind of recognize, you know, breaking the fourth wall that it's kind of ridiculous that he just happens to look like all these people, but leaning into it and making it a joke in the game. That sounds pretty good. Yeah. Um, well, uh, before we finish up here, I was just kind of wondering, <laughs> um, you know, what your personal um, impressions of the game were, and then uh, like the overall consensus of everyone in the game club, uh, how much they liked it or not, if either of you could speak to that. I think, uh, I mean, I didn't hear very many bad things from everyone mm-hmm. in the discussion, but like, I personally gave it like a nine out of 10. Um, the, All right. the only issue I really had with it is there's, there's like some things with like the AI that's a little weird. So like in the uh the hotel mission that uh Wes was talking about a few minutes ago, you can call up room room service so you can try and get a disguise from one of the uh um one of the housekeepers. And uh this lady walks in with a gentleman and the gentleman's like trying to uh fix your toilet or whatever, and so you knock him out and you take his disguise and then you walk out of the bathroom and she's like okay geez that took you long enough and like the dude didn't look like you at all he had like black hair and (laughs) (laughs) his skin tone was a different color and so he's like geez whatever and it's it's just funny because it's like you'd be like uh I, I just saw you walk into the bathroom with the dude yeah why are you in his clothes now but um it's just it's just some silly stuff like that. I gotcha. Yeah. And uh what about what about US? Uh yeah, I I really like the game as well. Um mm-hmm. I my personal score was an eight point five on it. Um and I'm interested in playing a few of the other games. I think one of the things that we talked about that was kind of weird was because this game was originally uh kind of an episodic game, um, the way that they kind of package the game now, um is a bit difficult to handle. We had uh, two of the two of the game club members that had the game. They bought the kind of like definitive edition of the game, and it comes with a disc. I I I think it comes with hmm. a disc, but but the disc doesn't have the last mission of the game on it for some reason. And one of the yeah. game club members was like, I can't, I couldn't figure, I couldn't play the last mission because the game didn't come with it. And I'm like, well, that's really weird. And then one of the other folks said, oh yeah, actually it does come with it. It's on this download code like in the packed world. into the side <laughs> in the in the in the sleeve of the of the game uh-huh. and she went and looked she's like yeah you're right it's here so <laughs> yeah um, man what if it you was, like 
it was just really bizarre. And then like I ended up playing the game through, I had it on PS plus, um, the definitive edition, but I ended up playing it through, uh, Hitman two because you can, the first mission of Hitman two is free and it has, um, some like minor upgrades on Hitman 1. So I downloaded Hitman 2 and then ended up having to download uh, all of the missions for Hitman 1 into Hitman 2. And it was a process. Uh, And it was like 22 different downloads that I ended up having to go through between the Definitive Edition and that. And it was just kind of a mess. And I think so some people, I think we're mostly in agreement that kind of like just because they went from an episodic game into a non-episodic game but they're still pulling the content from the episodic game into the non-episodic game that it it, it makes it kind of messy and confusing for sure um since the missions from the first two games i guess you're saying are now being made part of the newest game are they like updating the gameplay or adding new content or is it just like as is from the original release of the game do you know from what I know, I think that you're supposed to be able to, they're supposed to implement parts of the newer game into the missions of the older game. Hmm. But you unlock stuff as you go. Like you get like rated for your, how you go through the mission and um, you kind of like earn XP. It's, I think it's called a mastery level. Mm-hmm. Um, and as you like rank up with your mastery, it gives you more options to like go back and replay missions. Like you can start in a new part of the level or you can like hide gear in a part of the level that you couldn't just bring in normally. And okay. so I think there's like more options for gear and stuff that are in the, the later games that you can bring into the older games or into the older levels. It's very curious. I kind of wonder, you know, if it would be better for a newcomer to the series to play the original standalone release of the game or just get it all bundled together and play it that way you know honestly i, think I mean i don't be know but best to get it all bundled and yeah an issue that i have with the game is so like i finished uh hitman one or hitman 2016 and i was looking for hitman 2 on the epic game store the only way to get hitman 2 on the epic game store is you have to buy hitman 3 and then get hitman 2 as dlc for hitman 3 and then it'll weird it'll bundle one two and three all together that way but right. like it, it's just it's very very confusing yeah it almost sounds like they maybe should have um maybe taken like more of a live service approach to the game and just kept adding you know stages and new gameplay features this yeah, this episodic thing just it's really bizarre but mm-hmm. uh yeah, I guess you're saying, though, that still, besides that, you know, the general reception to the game is really positive, and it sounds like it's worth putting up with that just to play the game. Yeah, I mean, say. it's yeah. just a little bit of very minor hassle that you'd have to deal gotcha. with, and, I mean, if you get the game digitally, usually I, I don't think you'll have the issue. It's just trying to find it on the Epic Game Store is, is kind of difficult just because it's a new storefront. You can find sure. all of it on Steam pretty easy, mm-hmm. and then like just downloading it on your Xbox or your um, PS4 or whatever you have. Uh, yeah, the... it, you just go to the store and download or purchase it and download it, and it's not too hard. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. The the general reception to the game was very positive. We had we so we all rated it separately. Our total combined rating was eight point five. 
which wow, I think okay. is the highest we've ever had for any game in our game club when yeah. we've done an overall rating. Um, so people were really, really high on it. Everybody, I think, uh, for the most part, really enjoyed it. Several people commented that they were going to kind of keep going and, um, yeah. you know, play the the follow-up games. I, I would I would really love to follow uh, follow up and play some more Hitman because it, it's, yeah, it's a, it's a good time. Um, and, uh, it's fun. The, uh, the level designs in this game are phenomenal. Like, like top tier, I'd put it up there with something like Dishonored or something, you know, in terms wow. of the, the intricacy and the world building and everything else. It's, it's really great. For so. sure. Right. Well, if, uh, you're watching this and for some reason you didn't care about spoilers and you haven't played the game, then I guess, uh, what are you waiting for? Yeah. But, uh, I guess that'll about do it for us guys. Um, I'm going to toss it just to Jonah real quick to um, just uh, give a little plug for the discord and maybe shout out um, the poll for the games that we're planning on doing uh, next month. Yeah. So uh, you guys can find us, uh, find our Twitter. Uh, it's at the great game debate, uh, D E B eight on Twitter. Um you can find a discord link on our twitter and then uh also if you're interested in joining our uh not only joining our discord but joining our game club discussions too we have a poll going on right now for uh little nightmares 2 um control <laughs> sorry <laughs> haven and uh after party um and that'll be closing on friday Sunday the twenty eighth. Sunday the twenty eighth. Awesome. Thank you. <laughs> uh, and that'll be our uh, our March game of the month. And so whatever one wins, uh, will will be our game for March. Awesome. And then just uh, very lastly, before we sign off, uh, Wes, if you have um, the community members that uh, participated in the game club, if you just want to give them a quick shout out, that'd be awesome because we appreciate you guys. Absolutely. Uh, I just want to send a big thank. Thank you out to uh, Dash, Kelly, Adam, Brendan, Matt, Zach, and Steven for uh, for joining in the uh, Game Club discussion this month. We had an awesome time, and uh, thank you guys for, for playing along. Heck yeah. All right. Sweet. Well, I guess that's all for us, guys. Thanks for joining me, and as always, have a game. Later. See ya.